فاشرف بي لاشتغالي بالعلم ولا تبغي به ما عشت يا ذا بدلا ويا له من شرف عظيم. We're now going to be speaking about the قول of the مرجئه. The قول of the مرجئه. مرجئه are a deviated group who oppose Ahl al-Sunnah wal Jama'ah. So we're going to, we finished the belief of Ahl al-Sunnah wal Jama'ah in regards to the uh, concept of Al-Iman and we're now going to move on to these, those who oppose Ahl al-Sunnah wal Jama'ah. The backbone and what they really depend on the murja'ah is ikhrajul a'mali an musamma al-Iman to take the action out of Iman. So for them the Iman is only qawl, amal is not part of Iman. And we said that Ahl Sunnah al Jama'ah, what did they say? Is a consensus, this is not a khilafi issue amongst Ahl Sunnah. That the amal, the action is part of Iman. That the action is part of the Iman. It's a consensus. Not two scholars of Ahl Sunnah wal Jama'ah differed on this issue. That's the first pro problem with the murji'ah. The second problem with the murji'ah is so the next second problem is to them the Iman is a one component it's either there or it's absent they don't believe in this Asal and the Kamalul Wajib and Kamalul Mustahab they don't the Iman for them is one component so if that's the case, for then the Iman doesn't increase nor does it decrease. It doesn't increase nor does it decrease. It's one thing. It's found or it's missing. So if it's one thing that is found, then Abu Bakr's Iman and Jibreel's Iman and the Prophet's Iman and the Muslim alcoholic is the same. All of them are believers and they all have Iman. So the Iman is all one thing. Abu Bakr's Iman the Prophet's Iman, Jibreel's Iman, and the Muslim alcoholic is all the same according to them. This is the asal of the madhab of the murjah. The reason why they were called murjah is because the word irja comes from ta'khir. Irja comes from ta'khir, to delay something. What they did was, the murji'ah, they delayed or they actually took out the Iman out of the action. Within the murji'ah, there are three views. So there are three groups of murji'ah. They all agree on one thing that unites them all, which is what? Action is not part of Iman. Also what unites them as well is that al-Iman la wa la that the Iman is, cannot be broken into, it can't be broken into Asal and Kamalul Wajib and Kamalul Mustahab and then the Iman doesn't increase nor does it decrease. This is the Asal they all have, all three groups. But within the three groups, they have differences. The first of them is the Jahmiyyah. The Jahmiyyah are a group of Murjah. Their belief is Iman is only Ma'rifatun bil qalb. That you just have to know in your heart. You just need to know. So anything other than ma'rifah, knowing Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the 
For example, the speech of the tongue, the actions of the limbs, none of that is part of Iman. Iman is only ma'rifah, knowing Allah. Yeah, knowing Allah in your heart. And these are the worst form of murja. They're the worst. The reason is because according to their definition, Iblis is what? A mu'min. Because Iblis knew Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Did he not say, Rabbi, my Lord? Sah? He knows Allah. So the murji'ah are the worst form of murji'ah. So if Iman to them is what? Pay attention here, brothers. If Iman to them is ma'rifah, knowing Allah, what's kufr to them? Al-jahlu billah. Ignorance of Allah. The opposite. Okay? Again, they all unite, which is what? Actions are not part of Iman, and they also unite on what? And al-Iman la yata wa la yata Second group of murji'ah um, are the al-Karramiyyah. Are you there, brothers? The Karramiyyah. The Karamiya, they believe al Iman huwa qawlun bil-lisani. The Karamiya believe that the Iman is only speech on the tongue. Speech on the tongue. Without tasdiq al-qalb. The heart doesn't even have to believe it. For, any, uh, for them, anybody who speaks Iman, who says, even if he doesn't believe in his heart, for them, he is a mu'min kamilul iman. He's a mu'min and his iman is complete. That's all iman was. Does that make sense? The second group are known as the murji'atul fuqaha. The third type are known as the what? Murjihat, murjihat, murjiatul fuqaha. Murjiatul fuqaha, they believe that the iman is what? Tasdiqul qalbi, that the heart has to believe. Wa qawlul lisani, and the utterance of the tongue. And they don't accept that the action is part of iman. And they also reject tafadul iman, that the iman is of different levels. And they also reject the concept that we mentioned before, which is istithna. And the person who said this and pushed this opinion is Hamad ibn Abi Sulaiman and Abu Hanifa. So the murji'atul fuqaha, what they, do they believe? That the iman is tasdiqun bil qalbi wa qawlul lisani. The belief of the heart and the speech of the action, uh, uh, belief of the heart and the utterance of the tongue. That's it. That's all Iman to them is. This statement was said by Hamad ibn Abi Sulaiman and Abu Hanifa. Abu Hanifa is from the Murji'atul Fuqaha. He's from the? Abu Hanifa is from the Murji'atul Fuqaha. He fell into this problem. And this is something that got adopted by many of the Fuqaha of Kufa took this point on. Okay? 
And the place that Abu Hanifa got this concept from was Hamad ibn Abi Sulaiman. He was the first one to bring it to Kufa. No one before that believed this. Because the students of Abdullah ibn Mas'ud never believed this. Ibrahim al-Nakha'i and others didn't believe this. Huh? Hamad ibn Abi Sulaiman. This is where Abu Hanifa received this issue from. Now we've understood the Murji'ah. Now we've understood the what? We've understood the Murji'ah. We're now going to go to another deviated groups who are both known as Al-Wa'idiyah. Al-Wa'idiyah means what? Al-Wa'idiyah here means they are, they've only taken the verses which show Wa'ad, Al-Wa'id, punishments. And there are two groups, they're known as the Mu'tazila and the Khawarij. The Mu'tazila and the Khawarij. So we bring them both together because their belief is this, their belief is the same. The Mu'tazila and the Khawarij's belief is the same. Both of them, the Mu'tazila and the Khawarij both believe that Iman is, Mu'tazila and Khawarij both believe Iman is Qawl and Amal. They believe that. Are you with me, brothers? So, according to the Mu'tazila and the Khawarij, do they believe that the Iman is Qawl al-Amal? Yes, they do. But what's the problem with the Khawarij and the Mu'tazila? They believe all of the speech and all of the actions are Asal. Sah? What did we say that it was? That we said it's Asal? Or Kamalu al-Wajib? Or Kamalu al-Mustahab? The Iman is categorized into those three. They believe that all of the speech and all of the actions are what? Huh? Are all asal. So if you leave an action for them, you're a kafir. You are a kafir. The only difference between the Khawarij and the Mu'tazila is the Khawarij and the Mu'tazila is the name calling. The Khariji will call you a Kafir in this world. The Mu'tazili will say Manzilatun bayna al-Manzilatayn. You're not a Kafir nor are you a believer. You're a station in between. But what about the hereafter? You're in the hellfire forever. So the Khawarij, they say you're in the hellfire forever. The Mu'tazila, they say you're in the hellfire forever. The only difference between the Khawarij and the Mu'tazila is what's the name of this person in this world. The Khariji will call you Kafir. And the Mu'tazili will say, you are a station in between the two stations. Now I'm going to mention Mansha'u Khata' Al-Firaq Al-Mukhalifatu Fil-Iman. What's the foundation? What's the foundation of the groups who've opposed Ahl-Sunnati wal-Jama'ah in Iman. What's the foundation? What's the fundamental root for the problem? It goes back to one shubha. It really goes and bottles back to one point. And that is, اعتقادهم them believing أن الإيمان شيء واحد لا يتجزأ ولا يتبعض. If you look at all, two, all groups I mentioned, the Murji'ah, the Mu'tazila and the Khawarij. What's the foundation? The foundation here is 
that they believe that the Iman is one component that it can't be broken into asal and it can't be broken into kamaluhu wajib and it can't be broken into kamaluhu mustahab Shaykh al-Islam ibn Taymiyyah said rahimahullahu ta'ala he said in his Majmu' al-Fatawa, the seventh volume, page 223, he said, Ibn Taymiyyah, He said, this is the asal, this is the foundation in which all of the groups have stemmed from, which is, all of the groups assumed that if some of your iman goes that means all of it goes and that nothing remains the reason why the murji'ah didn't bring the speech sorry the action into the iman is because if they bring it into the action, if they bring it into the Iman, then the whole Iman is going to be a, the whole action is going to be a asal for them. It's all going to be an asal. Because what they already mentioned for them is all an asal. It's all a foundation. The speech that they took, they all believe it's an asal. So they know, they believe that the action is not an asal, all of it. So they left it in totality. The Khawarij on the other hand, they said no, the speech and the action, are all of them are asal. وَلِذَلِكَ The scholars they said, the khilaf with Ahl Sunnati wal Jama'ah with the Khawarij is in Babu Takfir. And the khilaf of Ahl Sunnati wal Jama'ah with the Murji'ah is in the definition of an Iman. Does that make sense? When you come to a Khariji, you say, Al-Imanu Qawlu Na'man. The problem with him is that when you say, okay, what takes a person out of the religion, he'll say, all of action and all of speech takes a person out of the fold of Islam. In the end of takfir, you'll see the Khariji. Huh? And the khilaf with the murji'ah is what? Haqiqatul Iman. What's Iman aslan? They take the actions out of it. Does that make sense, brothers? Does that make matters very clear for you all? Yeah? What was the statement of uh, Ibn Taymiyyah? <coughs> Ibn says, This is the foundation in which all of the groups have stemmed from. This is the foundation. Which foundation? They assumed, they started to believe that if some of the Iman goes, that all of it will go. This is what they started to believe. وَلِذَلِكَ أَهْلُ السُّنَةُ الْجَمَعَةِ They don't believe that. There's two kitabs I advise you to look at, inshaAllah ta'ala. One kitab is the kitab written by who? Ibn Manda. Ibn Manda has a kitab al-Iman. Ibn Manda has a book called what? Kitabu al-Iman. The second person I advise you to go to his book when it comes to this issue is Ta'zim Muqaddir Salah. 
تعظيمه قدر الصلاة written by محمد نصر المروزي تعظيمه قدر الصلاة is written by محمد نصر المروزي رحمه الله those two books they expand explain and they shine light on أن الإيمان قول وعمل إلا أن له أصلا وفرع they mention that very strongly that the iman has a asal and it has a fara. Fara here means kamal. Kamal here is two types. Kamal al-wajim, kamal al-mustahab. So go to those two books that I mentioned to you, you will find very good benefits. Also, Shaykh al-Islam Taymiyyah, he says in another place, in his Majmu' al-Fatawa, he says, وَأَصْلُ النِّزَاعِ هَذِهِ الْفِرَقِ فِي الْإِيمَانِ مِنَ الْخَوَارِجِ وَالْمُرْجِئَةِ وَالْمُعْتَزِلَةِ وَالْجَهْمِيَةِ وَغَيْرِهِمْ أنهم جعلوا الإيمان شيئا واحدا إذا زال بعض زال جميعه وإذا ثبت بعضه ثبت جميعه فلم يقول بذهاب بعضه وبقاء بعضه كما قال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم يخرج من النار من كان في قلبه مثقال حبة خرد حبة حبة من الإيمان فهذا أصل الشبهة الشبهة التي That this is what Shaykh Al-Sam Taymin said. Ibn Taymin says, وَأَصْلُ نِزَاعِ هَذِهِ الْفِرَقَ فِي الْإِيمَانِ The asal of the dispute of these groups is in Iman, such as the Khawarij, the Murji'ah, the Mu'tazila, and the Jahmiyyah is, and other than them, أَنَّهُمْ جَعَلُوا الْإِيمَانَ That they made the Iman شَيْئًا وَاحِدًا They made it one thing. إِذَا زَالَ بَعْضُهُ زَالَ جَمِعُهُ And if some of it goes, all of it goes. وَإِذَا ثَبَتَ بَعْضُهُ That if some of it is left, ثَبَتَ جَمِعُهُ That all of it is left. If some of it remains, then all of it remains. And if some of it goes, all of it goes. فَلَمْ يَقُولُوا بِذِهَابِ بَعْضِهِ وَبَقَاءِ بَعْضِهِ They didn't say what Ahlul Sunnah said. That some can go and some can remain. Because this is where the issue of taba'ruth comes. Your asl al-Iman is still there, but kamal al-wajib is missing from you. Or your asl al-Iman and your kamal al-wajib is there, but kamal al-mustahab is missing from you. They didn't believe that. So this is the underlining khilaf with Ahlul Sunnah wal Jama'ah when it comes to the groups. Are you with me, brothers? Where now we're going to go to speak about, inshaAllah ta'ala, and expand on the starting of takfir bighayri dalini fil ummah. The, the spreading of this ideology of takfir without evidence, without no evidence. How it came into this ummah and what are the factors and the causes for it? What are the things that are causing it to cut spread? This concept, brothers, of takfir, bighayri dalilin, without no evidences, is actually, as I said before, it's from the earliest deviation that has occurred in this ummah. And if you look at the early books of Aqeedah, you'll find it's documented in there. And it's written in there. As I said before, the quote of Shaykh Al-Islam Taymiyyah in which he says, in his Majmu' Al-Fatawa, the 13th volume, he says, وَلِهَذَا يَجِبُ احْتِرَازُ مِنْ تَكْفِيرِ الْمُسْلِمِينَ بِالذُّنُوبِ وَالْخَطَايَا فَإِنَّهُ أَوَّلُ بِدْعَةٍ ظَهَرَتْ فِي الْإِسْلَامِ فَكَفَّرَ أَهْلُهَا الْمُسْلِمِينَ وَاسْتَحَلُّوا دِمَاءَهُمْ وَأَمْوَالَهُمْ He said that one should, it's obligatory to abstain, to withhold مِنْ تَكْفِيرِ الْمُسْلِمِينَ making takfir of the Muslims based on what? بِالذُّنُوبِ based on sins وَالْخَطَايَا and their mistakes and shortcomings فَإِنَّهُ أَوَّلُ بِدْعَةٍ ظَهَرَتْ فِي الْإِسْلَامِ 
because takfir with sins was the first early things that came about in Islam. Those individuals, the Khawarij, they made takfir of the Muslims. And they made permissible for themselves the blood of the Muslims and the, and the wealth of the Muslims. So this, as I said, is the first deviation, the first i'tiqadi innovation that occurred in this ummah, which was bid'atul khawarij, the bid'ah of the khawarij. And a lot of them, they were in the army of Ali ibn Abi Talib in the day of Sufin, the khawarij. A lot of them were with Ali. But when Ali agreed with Muawiyah, when Ali agreed with Muawiyah and they came to common grounds and they came to the Qadiyah known as Qadiyah Tahkim, a judgment was placed between the two. Ali ibn Abi Talib used a, uh, an arbitrary and the same applies to Muawiyah. This is when the Khawarij reject Qadiyah Tahkim. They reject this action of Ali ibn Abi Talib and they went excessive in the rejection until they said about Ali ibn Abi Talib and Muawiyah they said to Ali you have judged men in the book of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala the judgment is only for Allah and then they straight away labeled Ali ibn Abi Talib a kafir Abu al-Hassan al-Ash'ari he has a kitab called Maqalat al-Islamiyina where he talks about the deviated groups he says, Ajma'at al-Khawarij. The Khawarij all agreed. Ala ikfari Ali ibn Abi Talibin. They all agreed on the takfir of Ali ibn Abi Talibin. Ridwanullahi alayhi, may Allah be pleased with them. Anna an hakkama wa hum mukhtalifuna hal kufru shirkun amla. Wa ajma'u ala anna kulla kabiratin kufrun illa anna jadat fa inna la taqulu dhari. They all agreed that Ali is a kafir. But within themselves, they differed. Is his kufr, is it shirk or is it not? Also, they agreed that every major sin is kufr. Except though, a group within the Khawarij known as the Najadat, they don't say that. They're a Khawarij group, but they don't say that. So who were the first group that we can say that were known to do takfir without no evidences or takfir with sins? It is the Khawarij. This is something they became very well known for. Now we come to the takfir of this era and this time that we're living in. Takfir has really spread highly in this time. And it can be said it's one of the greatest things that has spread in this particular time that we're living in. And one of the biggest reasons or the biggest sources for it to spread and allowed it to spread in the midst of the Muslims is some of the groups that give da'wah in the da'wah arena today. Some of the groups that came out to give da'wah at this particular time, those groups sunnah, who were not nurtured upon the sunnah, and they didn't study the books of the sunnah, and they didn't read the books of the ulama of the sunnah, 
such as Kitab Usul Sunnah Imam Ahmed and Sharh Sunnah Imam Al Muzani and Sarih Sunnah by Ibn Jarir Al Tabari. They are Aqidah books of the Ulama of the Sunnah. They didn't read those books. They themselves have dwelled in Bid'ah and Dalalat. Some of them, Imma Bisu'i Qasdin, some of them intentionally they had bad motives. That's why they did it. And some of them we can say, Lijahlihimuddin. Their ignorance of the religion. And so because of these individuals, it allowed takfir to spread. And it became very, very, very well spread. One of the most prominent individuals whose books have become very excessively read and the concepts of takfir has become very apparent and clear in his works is Sayyid Qutb. Sayyid Qutb, if you read his works, this concept of takfir is very prominent in his works, very prominent. He has statements which are crystal clear of takfir. And he makes takfir on a large scale. Large scale. Let me read some of his statements. In his kitab, Ma'alim of tariq which in English is translated, is called Milestones. Sayyid Qutb says, وَالْمَسْأَلَةُ فِي حَقِيقَتِهَا The matter in its real essence. He says the reality of the issue is kufr and iman. And the concept of tawheed and shirk. And Islam. He said the real issue, the, the bottom underlying problem here we have is this issue of kufr, iman, shirk and tawheed, jahiliya and Islam. And these are matters that need to be clear. And then after a while, he says the following. He says, Inna nasa, verily the people, laysu muslimin, the people are not Muslims. Kama yadda'una, as they claim. The people are not Muslims, as they claim. Wahum yahyawna hayat al-jahiliya. And the people are living a life of jahiliya. Wa'idha kana fihim man yuhibbu an yakhda'a nafsahu. And if any one of them loves to deceive himself, or he wants to deceive others, and he wants to believe that Islam is possible for you to be upon Islam with this jahiliyyah. This jahiliyyah here means kufr. Okay, because the word jahiliyyah is a, is a term that can be used as major kufr. And it can also be used other than it. Okay? We know the Prophet used the word jahiliyyah for Abi Dhar. He said to him, You are a man who has jahiliyyah in him. But the Prophet didn't mean takfir of it. The Sayyid Qutb mean takfir of it? Na'am wallahi means takfir of it. How? Before that, did he not just say, Inna nasa laysu muslimina? The people are not Muslims. So his statement of the word jahiliyyah, it doesn't mean other than Kufr Akbar. It means Kufr Akbar. Because of this context he put it in. He said, إِنَّ الْمُسْلِمِينَ إِنَّ النَّاسَ لَيْسُوا مُسْلِمِينَ And as we know, negating Islam from the people only takes them to Kufr. Because negating Iman from the person can fall into what? We can say maybe the nephew here is nephew, nephew Kamalul Wajib. 
that here he's negating Islam from the person. He's not a Muslim. And I'll bring you other statements of his. So he has this. He goes, He says, He's deception. It does not change the reality. لا يغير من الحقيقة الواقع شيئا. It doesn't change the reality at hand. ليس هذا إسلاما. This is not Islam. وليس هؤلاء and these individuals are not Muslims. Look what he says in his kitab ظلال القرآن. He says in ظلال القرآن لقد he says لقد استدار الزمان. The time has come around. كهيئة يوم جاء هذا الدين like the day in which this religion came بلا إله إلا الله فقد ارتدت البشرية mankind mankind have apostated يا أخي what else are you looking for فقد ارتدت البشرية بشرية mankind all of them إلى عبادة العبادي they go back to worshiping slaves وإلى جور الأديان and the oppression of religions وَنَكَصَّتْ عَنْ لَا إِلَهِ إِلَّا اللَّهِ And they turned away from what لا إله إلا الله is. البشرية البشرية sorry بجملتها all of mankind all of mankind this is تكفير مجتمعات all of Muslim countries. So a lot of people would like to defend Sayyid Khutu may Allah forgive him may Allah forgive him but his books are where the concept comes from and a lot of people haven't read his works and they defend him, they stand up for him and when you ask them what does he mean by this they'll say to you or his timing was different so was there a time that he was allowed to do takfir of the people like that? if I say the khawarij of Ali ibn Abi Talib's time was different is that a good argument? rather the members of Ikhwan al-Muslimin themselves Admitted Sayyid Qutb's works are takfir. Sayyid, look at what Yusuf al-Qardawi says. Yusuf al-Qardawi is a what? He's a member of Ikhwan al-Muslimin, right? He has a book called, he has a kitab called Awalawiyat al-Harakat al-Islamiyah. Page 110 he says, Fi hadihi al-marhala at this stage, ظهرت Qutb al-Shaheed Sayyid Qutb. He's talking, there's a long statement, and he said, at this stage, okay, what became apparent is the works and the books of Sayyid Qutb. التي تمثل المرحلة الأخيرة من تفكيره. And it is a conclusion of Sayyid Qutb's final opinions. This is where Sayyid Qutb went through stages, brothers. You know, he was a communist before. He was an ishtiraqi. He got arrested. He got to his senses. Then he went through levels and stages and... and, and, and Yusuf Qardawi is saying to you, his final stage, final stage is is to place takfir of societies and to disconnect from one another and to do jihad on everyone. Yusuf Qardawi is admitting that. <laughs> Look what Farid Abdul Khaliq says. These are all members of them. He says, 
المحلى فيما سبق إلى أن نشأة فكر التكفير بدأت بين شباب بعض الإخوان في سجن القناطر في أواخر الخمسينيات وأوائل الستينيات وأنهم تأثروا بفكر الشهيد سيد قطب وكتاباته وأخذوا منها أن المجتمع في جاهلية وأنه قد كفر حكامه الذين تنكروا لحاكمية الله بعدم الحكم بما أنزل الله وحكموه إذ رضوا بذلك